Coffee Sketch Podcast is our take on the intersection of old tech and new tech, the space between the traditional practice of the hand-drawn sketch that has been performed by architects and designers for centuries, and the modern-day use of the hashtag as a representation of sentiment or movement. Each week, we plan to deliver a new pod about our ideas, sketches, and what's going on in our daily lives as we pursue our love of architecture, design, and sharing this knowledge with the next generation. I'm Kurt, and I'm in Flint. And I'm Jamie, and I'm in Austin. All right, Jamie. This is number one. So we're going to say podcast number one, the theme is beginnings. And so with I thought that, it was going to be resolutions. Oh. Well, see, resolutions is I'm, like... See, I'm just teasing you now. <laughs> first, first episode, we have to get started the way we're going to be getting going. <laughs> Got to give people Let's a flavor the, of how this is going to be. Yeah, you're right. Start at the end. Start at the end. Go the, to the beginning, beginning is the end. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Back on so, your uh, your your task list. Oh, that's fine. Uh, right. Yeah. We're there's no there's no leader or follower, but you're you know we're just pulling the same rope in the same direction. Um. So you know, let's say. We start with the beginning, although what we're choosing to be the beginning is kind of January 1st of this year, 2019. Um, The idea of the Coffee Sketch podcast is to talk about some of, well, I guess the inspiration for me is is you as the uh, leader and uh, inspiration of... uh, taking the simple act of a sketch, which, you know, it, it at first blush is not always simple, but, you know, is sort of buried with meaning. Um, and, and what I'm, what I'm drawing from, right. Or is, is your, uh, Instagram feed of sketches, right? So January 1st, 2019, I'm looking at, uh, a, a sketch of, uh, Rodin's, uh, the kiss, a very, Famous sculpture of Rodin, right? No, absolutely. Probably one of probably his most famous. Um, you know, but some might argue that the thinker is is more famous. But sometimes people don't realize they're both done by the same sculptor either. So there's that. Right. Yeah, yeah. And and uh I actually was at a a butterfly house here in Michigan. Um at the the Meyer uh Frederick Meyer Gardens I actually had a miniature uh, copy of this sculpture, which <laughs> while, while we were talking about this podcast, right. I, uh, was at this butterfly garden and saw the sculpture and I was like, Oh, well, there we go. You know, there's, there's the first sketch right there. And so I, I think it's kind of a nice, what do you call it? A happy accident as Bob Ross would teach us. Well, and, um, I, and I think that that's, you know, that's part of it. I mean, and it's good that you mentioned good old Bob Ross, because it's, I think that was one of the, the things that you had sort of said to me when we were kicking around this idea of the Coffee Sketch podcast was, um, you know, sort of, you know, instead of like happy little trees, there's happy little, you know, architecture sketches uh, and, you know, filling it with coffee and, um, or fueling it with coffee, I should say. Um <laughs> But I, I think probably I, I probably need to explain kind of where this whole coffee sketch idea came from a little bit um, and, and then kind of dive back into that sketch. But it, it for me, it's something that I do every day. 
and um, we'll, we'll sort of talk about some of the details of that, I'm sure. But it's it's something that I've sort of done as a daily meditation, um, or that's what it's become. But initially, it was um, a friend, another architect similar to yourself, who was sort of asking me questions about um, the sketches that I was doing at the time and not even realizing that I was you know, doing them daily, um, had started a new studio and was doing that as sort of a way to kind of get my, collect my thoughts in the morning, um, before the day started and, um, started taking pictures of them, um, at sort of his insistence. And he would just like, as if somebody goes to the gym and has a, a gym partner, you know, who's sort of encouraging them to show up and, and perform at their best. Um, this friend who was an architect in another city was sort of doing the same thing and encouraging me to continue to sketch every day and then figure out what to do with it later. And so he insisted on me taking pictures of them so that I could prove that I was doing them at the time. And, uh, the first one that I sent had my coffee mug in, in the frame. And so that's where he hit his immediate reply was, Oh, a coffee sketch. And then that's really where it started. Wow. Yeah. I, and you've told me parts of that story before, and so I think it's nice to have it kind of pulled together, especially for this this our uh, maiden voyage of the podcast. But um, right, yeah, that's great. And I think you know, as we get you know go through this process uh, as friends in different cities, and you know, talk about this over various episodes, it'll be more fun as it unfolds. Right? We don't need to divulge the entire story at once or the trajectory of where we're going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's a, there's a roadmap. We have a plan. <laughs> Kurt always so, has a plan. Oh yeah. I have a plan. If everyone else is on board is always the bigger question. So, uh, so anyway, let, you know, let's see. Um, what, you want to go think, back to the, that sketch and that yeah. day? Yeah. So, well, before, yeah, before you, you talk about that a little bit. So, uh, I'll give a little hint, uh, you know, cause the interesting thing that I think came up with our concept for this podcast is, you know, it's a audible podcast, right? And we're talking about visual things. So, um, you know, how do we, do, how do we do that? But I, obviously I think the, the, the giveaway is that, you know, when we post this online, uh, you know, we'll obviously post a couple of sketches here and there and people will obviously have a chance to, to see the, the sketches themselves. Um, but for the, for the first part, for the fun part, I think is, you know, let's talk about it in words and then, you know, see how that uh, unfolds. I, I guess one thing that crossed my mind was that, uh, you know, for architecture uh, students and or practitioners, um, a book for me that always, was intriguing was uh, Italo uh, Calvino's uh, Invisible Cities. And Absolutely. I don't know if you ever read Yeah, right. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, he, he, he writes this book about Marco Polo who, you know, travels. I won't, I won't give the whole thing away, but basically, you know, the whole, the whole story is that Marco Polo is describing his journey in words. Um, and so, you're, you know, it leaves, it leaves the, uh, the reader uh, up to their own imagination to, to sort of paint the picture. Right. So I think that's, that's really one of the main reasons I thought this was an intriguing 
you know, aside from the fact that it gives me an excuse to talk to my friend in Austin every week. <laughs> well, and, and, and I think, you know, what's the, the way you started to talk about Calvino and, and even just any other um, piece of literature that sort of, uh, you know, I can think of other authors and, and other topics where they sort of paint a scene uh, with the words and let the reader really kind of fill in um, some of the gaps. A lot of that really is akin to sometimes the way my sketch style is described um, or, or viewed by others. And, and I do tend to um, try different techniques in, in the sketching. Um, but specifically with the Rodin's um, the kiss was uh, Rodin as a, as a sculptor um, had a, an amazing influence on me um, when I first traveled to uh, study in Europe for architecture school um, was in Paris and, you know, went to the Rodin museum and then realized over time that a lot of his works, just as you were describing about the, the butterfly garden in, in Flint, um, you know, having a small um, piece or a, a cast of one of his pieces there that a lot of these sculptors would have their their pieces cast multiple times and and would appear in in multiple locations um, and that was sort of something that they did so the reading of those sculptors for me sculptures for me as i saw them in different cities as i traveled in europe even the same sculpture mm. was amazing because the light was different the setting was different i was different um and it it really kind of struck me as of course you can draw the same thing you know, 10 different times from 10 different angles and, or even the same angle and get 10 very, very different readings of the same object or sketch or image. And so with this one, I've, I've drawn Rodin's kiss several times, um, several probably being an understatement, but, um, <laughs> sure. you know, this particular one that, that you're talking about on, on, uh, on the first was um, another aspect of it was I was purposely trying to um, try doing a sketch under a certain time limit. I generally mm -hmm. do that anyways. Mm -hmm. um, and so this was the first um, time that I've started to hashtag the fact that what that actual time limit is. A lot of people kind of who know me and have seen and followed the hashtag coffee sketch and seen these sketches over time um, cause Kurt's right. This is not something that literally started on the first of this year. Um, but I've added some other hashtags in there. And one of them, um, that I started, uh, with this particular sketch was 15 minute sketch. So mm -hmm. it was, and the way I describe that is that literally, yeah, I'm looking at the clock, um, and trying to finish within that time frame, And if, it's not done at 15 minutes. It's done. Uh, pencils down, mm -hmm. um, which, um, is an interesting way to work. Uh, it's, it's artificial rules for yourself as an artist. Uh, and sometimes those challenges are ones that are ways to kind of unlock or, or change the creative process. And that's really what this whole effort has been for me, um, is, uh, when you have a creative block, whether you're a writer, a musician, an artist, an architect, a sculptor, um, anything that, that you find as your sort of creative outlet, sometimes you get blocked and you have trouble getting around it. And so what I've tried to figure out is 
what techniques can I develop and practice over time that allow me to get past those moments? Yeah, that that's really, um, it really gets into it. And I think, um, you know, yeah, you know, both of us are architects and I, I probably that's pretty quite obvious, but you know, for those who are listening, maybe, you know, spoiler alert. Yes. We, we both studied architecture and, uh, um, yeah, we, you know, I think putting, uh, uh, a deadline or a time limit or constraint, right. Is, is, is something that actually, I think, uh, in, improves or enhances things at times to, you know, uh, I was at a, at a meeting the other day, it was a fellow architect in the city of Flint and, and a question came from the audience from a non-architect that said, if you had a blank canvas with no limitations at all, the what tabula would you do? rasa question. Right. <laughs> right. And, and, uh, uh, the, the Shannon, this other architect, it stumped her for a few seconds, you know, and, and I was, I was quite interested to see what she would say. Cause I, I appreciate her work. And after a few seconds, she said, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know. And, and so the, getting back to, to your sketch is that, you know, sometimes, uh, for, for us, for creative minds in, if it, in, for anyone, right. That has a creativity and wants to, uh, you know, like you said, writer's block, right. You know, so if you put a time limit on it, right, you're, you're sort of turning off one section of the brain and, and sort of pushing the other part of the brain that <clears throat> sort of thinks, excuse me, thinks of the, um, time as a, as a, a limiting factor, right? So it forces one hand to do the other thing or, well, and, right? and, yeah, well, and, and it's sort of, it's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of, and we'll get into this in a future episode, um, that, that I've started to script in my mind is sort of the neuroscience of some of this. Uh, cause it's something that I've continued to, to look at and, and, and look at from a, a research perspective, but, uh, it, it, but you're absolutely right. It's, you know, the, to break the creative process down into something that you can describe to somebody else. Um, or, uh, more importantly is realize your own creative process and realize what some of those triggers might be or ways that you can kind of work around a problem, um, is really, really valuable. And so this, um, you know, there's the 15 minute sketch is hashtag 15 minute sketch is, uh, one artificial parameter. The other, you know, parameter of this is that the sketches are all done in a sketchbook um, that is, you know, limited in its size. I, I purposely carry a very, very small sketchbook. Uh, a lot of colleagues um, who sketch um, want larger sketchbooks, and that's one of the comments that I normally get from other architects who sketch quite a bit. Is they're like, "Wow, you're really using the small one, aren't you?" <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Uh, really going for it. And it's like, well, it's, it's, I, it's inherently a challenge. It's, but for me, it's also convenience. Um, it's, I, I don't want to, um, there's times where you don't want to have to have your satchel or a backpack or anything else with you and slipping a, a small sketchbook in your back pocket is really valuable or I, I've found it to be really valuable for me. Sure. Sure. No, I, I think I agree. Um, there's something to be said about the the spontaneity and well in the sense that you know use what you got on you right 
Well, and, and, and it just seems like you said, spontaneity, I think that's the right word. It's, you know, the, the, uh, it, it forces you to, to really do it, um, and not be afraid to do it. Um, I think when I was teasing you about this one being the title beginnings and, and maybe it should have been resolutions, um, for me is I was, uh, encouraged, uh, a couple years ago, uh, by a very close friend, um, to, instead of having a resolution to have a word, um, as my word for the year, um, as, as sort of a form of resolution, I guess. And, and it doesn't have to be, you know, thematic or anything like that. And sometimes it could be simplistic, but, um, you know, what, what would be your word this year, Kurt? Oh boy. To put you on the spot. Right on the spot. Um, I think, you know, honestly, uh, it's a good, I think I got an answer. Um, you know, ending, ending of last year, uh, and then, you know, heading into this year, I was really thinking about, um, um, paring down or simplicity. So I guess the word would be simplicity. Um, that's a good and one. Try, and trying, trying to push out. Very Mary Kondo of you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Subliminal, right? You know, I, I guess, uh, 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 what's the word caveat here? Uh, my wife and I, uh, definitely, uh, we're on that train before the Netflix show came on. So we read that book, uh, at least a year ago. So I'm going to say that I, I was ahead of the curve. <laughs> you were, you're but, devout, you're a devout the, Mary Kondo follower. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah it was, is helpful, but you know what? I guess it did take a year to kind of sink in into, you know, it's very hard to say, rip it off like a bandaid, but, uh, so absorbing that mindset over the year and then kind of saying, okay, well, we're heading into the first, um, you know, how can I, and I'm not a minimalist as, you know, which if you go to YouTube, kind of there are sort of a trend of, of uh, quote unquote minimalist uh, people. And that's, that's, that's okay. Um, but we aren't necessarily here in Flint, but um, what, what uh what it causes me to think is you know just to kind of be deliberate about my actions so i guess See, simple you come, and deliberate. You, did you did you read my notes did i send you my notes because <laughs> that's my word deliberate no i i i i'm a clairvoyant too i guess is enough <laughs> see i i tee you up i, I ask you the question and then you answer for yourself and then for me how how that's good right. is that so your turn deliberate yeah. that's my word so yeah um, yeah well you know maybe for you know we're we're approaching our our um time as far as what we conceptually thought of as the length of episode so do you want to try and call this one a wraps and and uh see how it flies from there yeah i think so i mean okay um I think that we could sort of finish on kind of why Rodan. Um, oh, yeah. But um, it, part of it was that my – I think my sketches as an architect uh, and an artist are are ones that sort of bounce back and forth between buildings, places, things that I'm seeing um, in situ and in, in place. Um, 
and and then the art or architecture that inspires me um and you know kind of seeing myself both as an artist and an architect i think that going to sculpture um really forces me to look at light and shadow and form and mass um, in a way that is akin to a lot of architectural principles so it's it kind of gets me thinking that way um and that's why i like Mm it um you know but aside from that is that you know figure drawing as an exercise as an as just a drawing exercise um, is one that's so valuable because of the techniques that you can explore and uh, the drawings don't have to be perfectly precise and, mm-hmm. and, and you're, you're sort of exploring technique, but you're sort of pushing the boundaries of your own abilities. And, and I like that. And so the sculpture itself sort of, you know, lends itself to that as well. And, um, the road, the work of Rodin, of course, has been important to me, but, you know, last summer, um, I was fortunate to see a, a, a large exhibition of his work in London, um, took M to see that my daughter mm-hmm. and I, and I, and I think that that, uh, really, you know, re-sparked my, my interest in his work. Um, and then sort of this, this natural connection between, you know, my art and my architecture. You reminded me, I, I remember that trip. I wasn't there, but I saw it on Instagram. That's right. <laughs> and there were some coffee sketches. That's right. You know, I think, yeah, let's, I guess we could say thanks for those who listened this far. Yeah. Right. If you've made it this far, there's definitely some good stories and you can see that, uh, uh, we do like to talk to each other about lots of different things. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for another episode of the coffee sketch podcast. Thanks y'all. Thanks y'all.